series of Dabs. Kevin and Nick. It's kind of relatable. It's relatable-ish. All right. Welcome back to Relatable-ish. This is episode five. I'm Nick. I'm here with Dabs and Kev, as always. And uh, today is all about relationships. Love 101. (laughs) I was telling the two of them before we came in here. And the closer that we've gotten to two o'clock today the more my hands have started to sweat and the yeah. more that I've gotten a little bit nervous. Nick is feeling... <laughs> Nick is very nervous. This I'm, is this is back to day one This is studio. like day one of the pod <laughs> nerves. This is like... <laughs> yeah, but that's how you know it's going to be a good one because we're keeping it raw, we're keeping it real. I feel like I'm back. I feel like this is li- really yep. day one, day one pod nerves. This is crazy. Yeah, so like Nick said, today is all about relationships. So dating, breaking up, you know, everything that you can possibly imagine. Um, and with that being said, I feel like we just got to dive in head first. I do want to preface this one oh. by saying, mm. mom and dad, if you're listening, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Trigger <laughs> warning, parents, leave now. Leave now. Yeah. Um, leave now, parents. Yeah, but let's get right into it. I mean, we're all college students here. We're grown. Our audience, college students, young adults, whoever it may be. Um, but we figured, I mean, I want to start with this question. What does it mean to date in college? And I think it varies depending on what college you go to. Yeah. Well, I haven't I, dated in college, so I I don't know, yeah. frankly. But for me, the biggest part about dating in college would be, can you do this during the summer? Yeah. Because, you know, thing, people... Yeah. I mean, unless be, you live in the same home state. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's really difficult to do that sometimes. So I always... I, I'm always a little apprehensive about that because it's like, you know, while we're here, it's great. But when we go you know, home for the summer, then what? You do got to shout out the... The people that do, like, the long distance. Long distance, that, yeah. Long distance yeah. people that's who are champions. I, I also feel like that's why this school especially has such a, like, college to marriage pipeline. Bro, do you know the do you, do you you know the statistic? I've heard that it's, like, what, 40? Yeah. Well, so I think we named was, that in episode one. I think it was 48. Yeah. I think that was te- technically the rumor statistic. I think that's been proven false. Okay. I think it's um, more like 30. I think it's like 32. Okay. Which is still pretty That's high, still right? Pretty high. I don't know any other schools. One third of your marriage. friends. So get in my a dad came to Williams. Okay. And it it seems as though every one of his friends that he mentions is a wife of one of his, another one of his friends that he went Ooh. to school with. So he'll what? be like Billy Bob Joe was Billy my Bob. my inside linebacker yeah. and he is now married to this girl on the basketball team and I'm like this the is crazy girl? like yeah, it's, so uh, it's be it's careful nuts. because you may be getting into a relationship with your future spouse <laughs> which is kind of <laughs> scary to think <laughs> crazy. about crazy but scary. I feel like Nick this is a good time for you to chime in oh, because God. Nick time Nick has always said that all right I feel like we should start by saying Nick you're a okay, guy okay okay yeah, okay yeah you take this one so I uh I've never been in a relationship before ever so low dolo that's okay uh, that's okay for you that's okay i've never done anything like that at all um i've always kept myself i've always you know like you think people are like attractive or whatnot but i i have never ever been in a relationship or anything like that i've gotten close a couple times gotten close oh yeah but then we'll uh, get back to that yeah (laughs) (laughs) that'll come up later in the app but uh yeah i mean I I don't really I don't really do that, and I think that a bunch of people I think I differ from a lot of people when in that regard. I also think it gives you um, like a, a different perspective right. where it's like you can look at it purely objectively. Right. Where it's like because sometimes I feel like whenever people ask me for advice, I'm obviously going to be influenced by my own experiences. So Your it's past like, experiences. If someone's like, "Yeah, Kev, what does this mean?" and right. this like if my ex did this, right, I'm going to be like, "Oh, well, this is what my ex." used to do and that's what it meant so that might be different in their relationship though but because you haven't had that like you can be like objectively what do i think this means right which is probably better yeah a lot of people come to me with with relationship (laughs) advice and stuff like that which is he's approachable i see that yeah but this is i'm gonna bring this back to what i wanted to get to because nick is a guy who has always said and i think this is super respectable that the first girl that he dates is gonna be the last girl that he dates I mean that's obviously Bravo. the plan. I mean they're they're they could go pretty off rail pretty fast. Um, but I mean obviously in high school, like in high school, like people were dating all over the place, like yeah. yada yada yada. It's high school. Yeah. Um, and I just think that 
I would look at that and be like, what, what, like, okay, like, that's great. Like, you guys are both happy. Like, I like mm-hmm. that. Like, but if it became like a, oh, like, when are we going to break up instead of like, yeah, are we going to break up? You I kind of agree with that because I think there's, I don't know. I think dating in high school is a very interesting subject. Um, it always rubbed me the wrong way when people were like, really? When we break up. And I'm like, oh, and I'm like, yeah, I was kind of like, in but, that pickle. But like, yeah, why, but, but why, why are you even thinking like that? Are you going to break up? I was in that is pickle that, because I dated a girl from sophomore, my sophomore year to my senior year, basically. Mm-hmm. And wow. we were always like, yo, like, are we going to do distance? Are we not going to do it from when I go to college? And we chose not to. And it was really awkward because we were just like, we kept dating and hanging out and stuff. And it was like, what are we doing this for if we're going to end up breaking up? So oh, it was always like a weird oxymoron, yeah. but yeah. I don't know. The way I thought about it was it's better to have it's better to have been with somebody than to not have been with them, right? So I, I really, you know, I loved her and I miss her, obviously, whatever, mm. but um, it was better to have been with her than to not have. So yeah. You learned something from that relationship. I yeah. did. I did. Okay, so I had opposite high school dating experiences in the sense that for me, I look back at high school dating and I'm like, oh my gosh, I was literally a child. What was I thinking? Oh, no, yeah. With yeah. the exception of that one long one, I also was goofing in high right. school. Right. Yeah. So, like, for example, this kind of ties, starts starts the stories, you know, gets the stories going. But my first high school boyfriend, great guy, doing big things now, super smart kid. Um, he, we were in a relationship, and it was, like, super, I don't know, it wasn't a, what a relationship is. Like, I see people who are in, like, really, you know, intimate, like, actual relationships now. And also, like, your parents, mm-hmm. too. And yeah. you're like, oh, my gosh, like... This is like, you know, your friend is a middleman. You know what I mean? Like that kind of like super middle school. So this kid was great. So this is a funny story because, again, my first relationship, like I didn't really know what I was doing, Um, whatever. So Christmas comes around and, you know, you get your significant other uh, a Christmas present. Yeah, Yeah. your boo. So I I really liked and I still do like Post Malone. Um, Mm. Always wanted to go to a Posty concert. Thought it would be really fun. So my significant other at the time, he bought me Post Malone New Year's Eve front row tickets. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Prefaced it with a Post Malone Christmas sweater. So like had the whole thing going. And I was like, oh boy. Like, that's I a crazy to. gift. So that's hard to up, respectfully. It's hard to come no, back. That's the thing with gifting. Oof. Oh my gosh. Oh, especially yeah. when I was already in, like, I was trapped because gifts had already been bought. The exchange had already There's gotten going. There's nothing you going. can do at that point. Yeah. My, let me tell you what I got him. So I went to Models 20 minutes before oh. and I got him a $20 black generic sweatshirt off the Models clearance rack. Because I was like, I'm not gonna make it branded anything. <laughs> I feel I don't know so what... bad. Yep. <laughs> yep. I would have felt, so felt horrible. Yep. That's so, so same bad. kid that, you know, our relationship ended like a couple days before, you know, Valentine's Day. Uh. We were both probably like, we cannot have a repeat of Christmas. But it was like, you know, one of those things where I was like, wow, that is a cringy you know, example of a high school relationship. Again, great kid, nothing against Gift giving's hard, dude. Yeah. Gift, Gift giving, giving is, like, is impossible. Really hard. <laughs> Especially when you got to do, like, well, obviously, like, I don't really know, but, like, you got to do, like, Valentine's Day, birthdays, and then it's, like, Christmas, and then sometimes you just, like, get random stuff, yeah. like, because, yeah. like, why not? Like, that's crazy. For me, gift giving is always about remembering, like, little details. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if my if my boo is like, yeah, I really like Marvin Gaye or whatever, right? Yeah, I'd get her like a Marvin Gaye vinyl or something. Yeah, right. Yeah, like yeah. it's just like little. So, like things. what he did. <laughs> yeah, it's just like getting like it's just. I think usually people appreciate when you remember like very really yeah. minute yeah. details, yeah. right? Do you think a lot back. of you know guys? I mean, and girls alike, in relationships, do those little things. Like, do you think these days that the little things are taken for granted in no. a sense. No, really, I don't think. I I don't think because that, a question. I, th- I think. I but think how do you define school, the little things? Though? I guess I'll tie it into this question that I feel like is one of those overarching questions these days, and you've probably heard it a lot. Like the these idea days, yeah. is chivalry dead? Ooh, yes. Okay, so like then you'd be arguing against what you just said because to me, chivalry, like you know, 
take like a heterosexual couple, right? Like you have a guy who like gets his quote unquote boo flowers and chocolates when she like is sad and takes you out to nice romantic dates. Mm -hmm. Um, all those things. Like I feel like nowadays, like I have friends who are in relationships where the guy's doing like the bare minimum. So when he does like one thing, like, oh, I'll pay for your sandwich. It's like huge. I think that also just is a byproduct of like society in a way. Right. Because like how many times have people been like, for example, Say I had a girlfriend and what I like, she had a bad day. Mm-hmm. And instead of, you know, chilling with Kev and a bunch of the guys watching Champions League, which is what I would probably normally want do. to do or normally yeah. do, yeah. I'd be like, guys, like, I can't really, like, I went and have to, I bought girl XYZ flowers and, you know, I, yeah. I want to make sure that she's okay. Yeah. What would you guys say? You would say, oh, like, I feel like you the know, guys would kind of come for he's you a, a little bit. He's whipped yeah. all this stuff. Ooh, true that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? True that. So I think that And I also feel like there's regard, a big culture too with like Tinder. Yeah. Where you uh, can just, true. now it's just like, oh, you don't need to go to a bar or restaurant and like meet a Mid nice girl somebody. and exactly. treat her nice. It's like, oh, I'll just swipe until we match, exactly. you know? So, okay, I want to read you something because shout out to my grandparents if you guys are listening. I've been waiting to hear this. I, yeah. Dude, she put I've this in the group really chat. So, I was, I really want to hear this. You know, in light of this relationships podcast, I asked my grandparents, I said, hey, we're doing kind of like a dating podcast and I want to know what it was like for you guys because obviously they're older. They had a different, you know, experience, yep, different world. Different mm-hmm. world. Yep. So my grandfather sent me an email, bless his heart. Um, Pappy, yeah. if you're listening to this, shout love out you. Pappy. Um, and the subject line was dating and relationships in Puerto Rico in the 1950s and Weba. 1960s. This is, this is Come on. great. Yes. I'm so so let me just preface this with the idea that my grandparents were high school sweethearts. <sighs> Unknowingly. Damn. Um, okay. Unknowingly. Oh my yeah. God! It's so cute. So he he emails me and I'll start and I quote Olivia: When your grandmother and I dated, things were quite different than they are now. Your grandmother and I started dating around 1956 and got married early in 1962. We were never alone wow. during that period of time, meaning we always had chaperones. I often visited your grandmother at her home, sitting on the front porch, and we would talk but not touch. We would talk for several hours, and her mother would occasionally watch us through a window. Sometimes we would want to take a ride in the car, and Mima's sister would come with us and sit in the back seat. We might go to the coffee shop, and Lucy, her sister, would be our chaperone. We would go to dances, and Mima's mother would go with us and stay up until late at night. Um, All the chaperones would sit alone at one table, and couples like us would check in with them as the night wore on. When I went to Johns Hopkins and Mima studied in Puerto Rico, we wrote each other letters. I did not stay for my graduation from Johns Hopkins because I wanted to get back to Puerto Rico and see Mima. It was a wonderful relationship. That is, and they're still together. That's actually that's the cutest thing ever. Right, like, like to me, it's like right. You know, they were just talking. It was purely like there was an element. It was pure. It was very. it, It was like strictly based off the connection meaning like right. they talked on the porch for hours right Without, like they literally were just like which talking. differs immensely from hookup culture. oh 100 have you guys seen um the show love is blind that kind of reminded me of the show love is Blind. yeah where, where it's they, like is that talk- the one where they're in the, they're both in separate rooms yeah and like so for all those stuff, who don't yeah. know it's like two people or there's like two groups of uh men and women and they're they meet each other but through pods basically so mm-hmm. it's a pod is like one room one dude is there there's a wall in between and a, uh, a woman is on the other side, and she, they can talk to each other through the wall, but they, but they can't, can't see, see each other. other. Yeah. So they're really focusing on, on their connection. Yep. So I thought it was really interesting to hear that all they did was talk to each other. Like they does never... that? Do you think that? Do you think Love Is Blind works? Does it work? Do people get married on it? There's like I don't four. Know. Four people are still married. I never four. really From trust season one and season two. those you know, reality TV shows and what comes of it because I also feel like there's an element of, you know, PR. Oh, for sure. Like, they 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 know that they're going to keep the... the, Yeah. Yeah, For sure. So there's actually a Williams alum um, Dylan Barber. He was on The Bachelor. He was on The Dylan. Bachelor. He was on The Bachelorette. He was on The Bachelorette. Met, met his current... I think they're married now. Well, they were on, they were on Bachelorette. He got kicked off. Tough. She she kicked him off, and then he went on Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. That's where my cousin met her Yeah, exactly. Husband, her so fiance. he went, he, he went to Bachelor in Paradise and met 
So, right. His wife there. So I don't want to, like, I don't know their relationship at all. Yeah. But, like, part of me always questions relationships that come from, you know, shows like that. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like it's almost forced upon them, you know, and I think that's big on culture, like that's just culture in general now and society now. That's what I'm saying. It's so different than like right. the 1950s. And that's my point. So like this brings me back to the question, is chivalry dead? I, I, I don't think s- chivalry is dead. I think when Wait, it's just you... just altered, just different? I, I think people, I think people are more willing to do things outside of their comfort zone and do things that their friends are going to make fun of them for if they really care about that person. Yeah, okay. So I think to me, it's more of a result. People are not in relationships where there's an emotional connection. Until later. Yeah. So for example, right, I did this one girl and like, you know, we were cool or whatever. Like we we did it. I I, I was into her whatever, but I didn't really go like that extra mile on certain Mm -hmm. things. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't do the chivalrous thing where it's like, you know, she had a bad day. I'd text her, but I wouldn't like FaceTime her and stay up with her. I'd rather go like, do homework yep. or play some PlayStation or whatever. Yep. But when I got with someone who I really cared about and I was very um, connected to, I was willing to put aside, like, my pride in being called a simp and all that stuff and be like, you know what? Yeah, like, let me spend time with her, make mm-hmm. sure she's okay, right. all that stuff. So I don't think chivalry is dead. I think to Dabs' point, what we think of as a relationship is different. It's yeah. definitely there. 100% is definitely there. I think Kev's answer has, like, really help me understand, you know, what chiv- like what chivalry is and what a relationship is. And so Kev, you're saying like chivalry's not dead. It's yeah. just if you think chivalry's dead, especially in your relationship, odds are it's not the right person. Yeah. Loki Chivalry wouldn't uh, be dead key. if yeah. you found the right person. Is yeah. Okay. So you're willing to yeah. do those things and go the extra mile for someone you care about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that is kind of, I guess, like, what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Yeah, fair so enough. for those, for people who are in those relationships, meaning, like, they feel like, oh, chivalry's kind of dead. Like, I feel like I have to tell him or her what I want. Um, I feel like, you know, they're not going the extra mile for me, like you said. Do you think that they should stay in those relationships? Or do you think that it's like, look, this person isn't the right person for you. It might not be worth it. Like, especially if you're trying to force it to work out. Hmm. That's a hard question. It's a hard question. That's a hard question. Uh, I know I would have opposing it, like opposing answers, because I also think it depends on. I think it's, what the yeah. person I, wants I, out of it. I think it completely depends yeah. on what the two people are after. If yeah. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. There, I feel like there's a lot more room in what we deem like a relationship nowadays. Like the talking stage, I feel like I, I was gonna come. What's into up this, with that, by the way? I was gonna come into this and say the talking stage didn't exist. But from that story, that is literally the talking stage. Oh no, the talking. St- Ooh, well, he, I were think- they were they did they tell people that they were dating at that time when they were going through all that stuff? Okay, so I think to like my grandparents and my parents, quote unquote, dating starts like the first time you meet them. Yeah, I don't like think the first that time you go out. Ever a ceremonious, like I don't think the whole "Will you be my yeah, significant yeah. other" thing was, you know, interesting. So that's what I'm saying. Like the talking stage didn't exist. Do you think that it? it do you think that it still exists? The talking stage? Oh, for sure. I think it does. I think we've just totally completely exists. changed what dating is. I think it is too. I think it's so different. The talking stage to me is such a funny concept because you literally can spend like every hour of your day yep. with this person, have meals with them, yep. hang out with them, kiss them, and all that stuff. And then it's like, no, nah, we're not dating. We're in the talking stage. Yeah, it's like like how it's like, like that. It's like by every definition, you are dating what else this person. Do you need? Yeah, it's like we and they'll are, be doing that for six months. Like yeah. they'll be doing that. Yeah, for like and they a put a label time. on it. They're like, we're together exclusively without getting with anyone else. <laughs> we don't have any labels though. But we don't want to put a label. We don't like labels. Label. We don't, we don't want to put a label. We don't want pressure. We don't do the labels thing. But I think that's because like. Our generation has put so much weight on labels. Yeah, in jet, like girlfriend, boyfriend, yeah. the whole idea of breaking up, like even breaking up is like this big ritual that makes people nervous and oh burns bridges. <sighs> um, breaking up. Can I? Hard. Can I ask? Can I like worst breakup stories? Did we ever get to that on the uh, on the Instagram poll? Oh, I have some bad breakup stories. I've got some ones that I saw that were pretty crazy. Yeah. Oh God. So. For our listeners, we coming into this episode, we thought it would be a good idea to um, poll our viewers um, and our audience and ask them, you know, guys, send us some relationship stories, you know, whether that be best first date, worst first date, worst breakup, um, anything along those lines. And 
we got a lot of submissions. Dude, shout out to everyone that responded. Yeah, first honestly, I was like, you guys we were, are feeling we were, the pop. We were overwhelmed. We did it, and we responses. were like, we're not going to get enough responses for this. Like, we don't yeah. get the traction. And then we were like, oh, wow, like, people actually. And some of these responses are nuts. Yeah, they're kind of crazy, low-key. Are nuts. And, like, we, I think that, like, I know that I have a couple embarrassing stories that I've been prepared to say. Yeah. Oh, no. Emotionally, I've, I've. I feel like. Emotionally, this one's been I've, a long time coming. Emotionally, I've been very, like. I woke up this morning and I was like, Nick, you're, you He's know, I was like, Nick, time. you know, you're going to have to say He's this, rattled. right? Yeah. But like, I've been surprised with how many other people yeah. are willing to put those stories out there. Right. Let me ask you this. Do you want to share that? The, we're going to call it quote unquote, the, the story. story. Do you want to share it now or should we save it so that you have some other stories to buffer kind of lead us into it? Yeah, I was going to say, because for those who don't know, this story is like a big deal in our friend group. Like this story, there's like a video, there's a whole bunch of stuff to it that's the, like legendary. It's, and oh, yeah. it's, this is a big, this it's is a the, long time coming. Do you, I, 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 I'm like, so like. He's got his, his foot is tapping come over on, there. Nick, right now. Come on, right, He's shaking. Do, do, do it. All right, rip right, off the bandage. I'm going to preface this by saying, if you two want to jump in with questions. To, oh, like, we will. make oh, yeah, the story yeah. feel that's, a little bit yeah, more... Uh, yeah. Kevin and I will be ruthless. All right, okay. <laughs> so I define this story, and shout out my English teacher, Mr. Silva, the absolute legend. He has really broken down my love life. When we go, we, like, do, like, dinners at, or lunches at Panera, and we'll be sitting there for, like, three nice. hours, and he really, like, destroys my relation. Like, he really goes through wow. it all. okay. And we've picked this story out as probably the reason as to why I've never been in a relationship. So this is a deep-rooted problem. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, there's two stories, but this is the Can the we get one. Freud up in here to, like, this psychoanalyze this, this is the kid. first one. So I'm going to say my age, and I know you two are going to react. I was in fifth grade. Okay. And whenever, okay. I, no I, whenever I say I'm in fifth grade, no people judgment. are always like, why, 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 why? Okay. Doesn't freeze on. No judgment. So there was this girl. She's... He looks so nervous. 100% listening to this right now. Because you guys can't see it, but Nick's leg is shaking. He's like very (laughs) much My hands are sweating. I can't. He looks like he's about to walk out into like the Champions League final. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait. Please don't take us down. Copyright. Okay. 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 So I was in fifth grade. And when I grew up, there was this girl that I was like, she was my best friend growing up. It was me, Mm. this dude named Henry, and this girl named Juliana. And then in, well, yeah, in fifth grade, I was like, I like this girl. But I would like to preface this by saying I have two, I'm the middle of two girls. So Mm -hmm. I have an older sister and a younger sister. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I have a mom and I have a dad that loves Disney stuff. So what was on throughout my entire house was Disney movies, all of this Disney stuff, right? So I grew up watching, you know, High School Musical, like one, two, three, all this stuff. stuff. So I was like... This is what love is. High School Musical oh, is reality. Yeah. Like, <laughs> come on. Beauty, like, Beauty and the Zac Beast Efron. is the reality of what a relationship yes. is. Yeah. Because that's what oh, yeah. we would watch it's all the time. 100%. Yep. So, in fifth grade, I was like, okay, I like this girl. What can I do in order to get her to know that I like her and that she can like me back? Mm. So instead of like going to one of her friends and you know scoping the thing out, like this is what these are smart plays that we would do in today's age. Logical, yeah. I decided that I was going to stand in front of the whole school and sing a One Direction song. He serenaded her. So okay, but I didn't even do it once. I did. Okay, yeah, go. How did you choose which song? So here's the thing. We did. We had these things called morning meetings, Monday morning meetings. It was just like it was like. 30 minutes to 45 minutes to start the day. And like people saying it did all this stuff. So I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go up and I'm going to sing this song. It was One Thing by One Direction. Great song. Mm. Um, and I did it. Absolute shocker. She didn't get the message. She Aww. didn't understand that I was singing to her. So what Anguish. I, despair. So, so what I decided to do was I decided <clears throat> run it back. I was going to record myself doing it. Oh no. So it was tangibly there. Forever and ever. And then I was going to send it to her. It go down in the DM. So I have the video. Play the video. And I've been Play told, the tape. I've been Play the tape. Receipts. I really, really, really. Fifth grade Nick really, is single-handedly proving that chivalry, chivalry is, is not, not dead. I really don't want to play this video 
Not guys, too loud, not too loud. I haven't actually heard it yet. Guys, the second I, I play this, you understand that this is on the internet. You forever, can't go right? back. No, yeah, this is rough. Yeah. All right, so I'll play Wait, like 10 out. seconds. First, what song did you sing? I sang Summer Love by One Direction. <sighs> he kept it. He kept the original. So good. And, uh... All right, all right, all right, all right. That's it, that's it. That's all we get. That's like 10 seconds. Yes! Whatever. That goes on for the whole thing. You did the whole song? The whole song. He did the whole song. The whole song. And, just uh, vocals. Dedication. Just vocals. I no backtrack. It, just I, I, I chickened out at the last sentence, se- second and sent it to her friend, her best friend. Oh. Not her. Did she ever get the video? This is the most fifth grade shit I've ever heard. But she then sent it to okay. Juliana, and then everyone else got it. Oh. So everyone in my grade had it, everyone in the grade above me had it, and everyone in the grade below me had it, and everyone in neighboring towns had it. So, like, this oh. video, like, oh. spread so fast. Oh. Like, everyone had this thing. So she was not loyal. So <laughs> she, she didn't speak to me for about a year and a, a year and a half. Wait, what? She got... Dude, time she was out, embarrassed, time out, time bro. Out, time what did out, you mean? Out. Nah, but with all due respect, if that if you said this was your, like, your best friend, right? Like if, if it was you and yeah. his other brother, Henry. If, if you guys were besties, then she could have at least talked to you yeah, about but she, it. Dude, yeah. we're 11. She's embarrassed. Yeah, like she, she's This was a tale of extremes. No one's ever <laughs> done this before. Like, And this is all 100% true. I'm not That's fabricating crazy. anything. I mean, he has the video evidence. I the have the video there. My, yeah, I'm still... Absolutely freaking out. My my brother sung a song to his girlfriend, but that was when they were together. I think that's super strong as like a yo, I like you thing. But once mm-hmm. you get into the relationship, I'm sure she would have Especially when up. the, you you know, when the gauge is still not really there in terms of does she like me back? Does she yeah. not? That, you know, it was not, I agree with you guys. It was not yeah. a good idea. That is, <laughs> that is one of the scariest things of all time. Yeah. When, when you like someone and you don't know if they like you back oh or not. Oh my God. That happened. That to is me, the like, mo- that is the scariest window. Whoa, Kev, yeah. is this yeah. a story, Kev? That's yeah. the scariest wanted, window. Story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's get the story. Right. Let's get All the story. Right, so basically, it was a friend of mine. Um, so I, I've talked about it, obviously, but I was in like a long term relationship in high school, and we broke up before I came to Williams. And like I had a hard time like being vulnerable with people because like I was very vulnerable with her, so I kind of struggled with being vulnerable mm-hmm. with people. And then I started opening up to my guy friends, right? Like you know, meeting Nick and the fellas and the football guys as well. Um, but I wasn't really clicking with any like girls because like you know I was kind of you know withdrawn. Yeah. And so I met this girl, and I thought she was really cool. And um, we yeah we hung out a lot, and it was really cool. And then I started to like her, and I was like, mm, I don't know if this is a good idea because we're, like, pals, and, you know, you know, what if it complicates things? But then, the, uh, like, a, a couple of days ago, she was telling me some stuff, and I was like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Like, I was just, like, being a good friend. Yep. Like, just, she was telling me about how a situation that she was in, and then I felt a way about it. Or, like, I felt, I was like, mm, that didn't sit right with me. Like, Ugh, I didn't like that. And I was like, oh, mm. damn, I like this girl, huh? Yeah. Because if I didn't like her, I wouldn't have felt that way. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I was like, shit, I got to tell her. So I went and told her, and it was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I kind of like yep. you, I think. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, that was that. was that. I didn't get the answer I wanted. No. It was tough. Yeah, no. but it was like, it was so nice to put myself out there. I didn't know? even yeah. know, th- I didn't know this story, bro. This no, was this like is breaking news. Ago? This is breaking news. Is bro, breaking you didn't tell us this first. yet. Breaking news, yeah, yeah. Oh no! Which is tough, but, but it happens. Like, yeah, once some you lose some. I honestly think because like I thought, okay, it'd be cool if I just kept moving and I yeah. didn't tell her. But I think once I knew that I liked her, I was like, yeah, I kind of gotta tell her. Because there was a while where I was like unsure. I was like, oh, like is it just my homies being goofy? Like, oh, dude, you like her? And it's like, nah, not really, actually. Yeah. yeah. But then I was like, oh, I do, so I had to tell her. But yeah, that's always scary. That's when you don't always know, a, that's always yeah. a, a going big into question, it. You can always think, be scared. It's like. Do you tell the person? It's always tough to be like, this person, like, I'm hella tight with this person, mm-hmm. right? Do I, like, I can't break that. You know what I'm saying? But I respect you for doing that because that takes balls. Like, but I also think a lot of, you know, guys and girls alike deem friend zoning to be like 
a bad, horrible, you know, thing. And I agree, although it's not necessarily the desirable outcome for one party, maybe down the line it's for the best. I agree. I've always it shows that, that they at least yeah. want you yeah. and their like, life in their life, like down the future. Like that's great. That's and a now that you've put itself. yourself out there, yes, you may have gotten friend zoned, but maybe now that they're sitting with the possibility, things change. But then again, then you have like the iffiness of oh, but then the other party's feelings. It gets all complicated. Yeah, in my opinion, like what I learned, what I've learned, and even from your story with your grandparents' dabs, is that like friendship is a really important basis of like a romantic relationship, even. So I've always felt like you got to, that's what like the talking stage is you like for. Fri- you got to be friends. You got to be friends first. Yeah. Cause like, like if you're just like horny and like hooking up all the time and then once like that goes away, it's like, okay, like what are we doing here? Yeah. Like, do I actually enjoy mm-hmm. talking to you yeah. and being cool with you? So mm-hmm. it's always important to be friends. Yeah. I also think the strongest relationships are the, are the relationships that started out as really strong friendships and then unexpectedly, you know, things developed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think a lot of, the relationships that I see and I'm like, wow, they're like really good for each other are those that were like, they started out as really close, good friends, which is why I think a lot of the time it's like the ones that are unexpected um, and the ones that you feel like you have no control over because especially now with like dating apps and, and everything like, you know, you have a Tinder date and you meet the person knowing that you're, you're both wanting more romantically. I hate Tinder. But that being said, that being said, there are a lot of good things that come out of those platforms. Like there are relations, there are relationships. I agree. I agree. Um, But the way I see it, and in my personal opinion, the idea behind it is super like materialistic. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's about the relationship and hookup culture and whatever, and not about the connection that you have with another person. The hookup culture is crazy. Yeah. That's that that that's wild. And I think a lot of times that these, you know, things that stem from hookup culture end very badly. Yeah, those never really end. And well. I have a story submitted from a fellow student who I will leave anonymous because I don't know whether or not they want me to share their name. Um, I'm sure when I read it, you guys will know who it is. Okay, do it. Okay, yeah. A student that we know. Yeah. This one is going to become a guessing game. This really is going to become okay. guessing. One of our very, one of our, all of our very close friends. Okay. One of my very close friends. Okay. Um, okay, so, and I quote, so I was with this guy for like three months and we were at this party one night flirting, the vibes were good, dancing, all of it. So then he goes missing for like 40 minutes on the dance floor and resurfaces saying that he was looking for me the entire time. Um, even though I had a gut feeling that he was really just getting with someone else. Ooh. So I say that to him and he goes, oh. no, I was just peeing for 40 minutes. Okay. Yeah, okay. Anyway, I had an inkling that this girl who I saw him flirting with on the dance floor was the one he had just gotten with. So I went up to her and asked if she did. She replied, yes. And he was kind of weird. Checks out. I proceed to tell him, F you, you just lied to my face. Then, out of nowhere, I start booking it to his dorm with one of my friends, grab all of my mini toiletries, prized possessions, from his rooms, from his room, and write F.U. on his team values and goal sheet above his desk. <laughs> However, oh. just saying it doesn't really do it justice, because the funniest part was me and my friend running across campus and yelling at each other, half crying, slash half saying, you don't have to follow me, and her being such a supportive friend and agreeing to come along the way. I was running so fast that when I got to his dorm, I thought I was alone, and then I just hear panting and loud footsteps, and my friend reappears. She said it was the fastest she had ever seen me run, and I swear we broke records that night. We then went back to our dorm, but I realized that I still had one of his sweatshirts, so we proceeded to throw that off the side of our dorm building. Not sure who ended up with it today, but it was one thing I certainly no longer needed. This is the cr- That's the craziest thing I've ever Go off, Queen. But wow. I also feel like that's, like, not that rare. Like, I think things end like that all the time. Like, end in, like, dramatic, crazy fashion. I definitely have another story, but I want to hear your guys' take on that one. That's crazy. I mean, I have a lot of stories from, like, high school of relationships that ended poorly and, like, consequential things that occurred. But, mm-hmm. like... My favorites are the way relationships start, though. I always think those are the funniest stories. Yeah. Can I say a story real quick? Yeah, yeah. run it back. This yeah. is a story from one of our friends... Um, good friend of ours, and this is a first date story. So not an ending story, but a first date story. And this is ridiculous. Pyrotechnics are involved. Pyrotechnics are involved. So please. Oh, pyrotechnics? Bear with me. What? And I quote, I went on a first date with someone, and I show up, and it was him and three friends drinking from paper bags <laughs> in a public park. And then he thought it'd be fun to set a row of leaves on fire. 
at Riverside Park, which for those of you who don't know, is a pretty big park in New York. So he did, and put aerosol cans in it too. Oh, it's a big-ass fire. And I was sitting there, 16 years old, pure gal, like, holy cow. And then some old white lady saw and called the cops. <laughs> so this kid made me put my hood up and run away through the park away from the cops. And I cried, LMAO, but then kept seeing him for five more months. No way. That is funny. Imagine going to the park in that situation. Someone you've never You're met like before. excited Did they know each other first date. Do they know each I don't know. I don't know. I and just then asked them proceed to engage in criminal activity. Oh, felon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I've always thought that's crazy. Meeting people in random places is always like the best way to meet. It's also a little bit sus, others. but also yeah. No, yeah. There's obviously it, some risk, but I, mean, I think it's, I don't know the, I, the risk reward ratio is there for me. It's sometimes. definitely a vehicle it's for funny. a good story. That's for sure. crazy. For sure. But yeah, that was a good. That was a good. All right. Imagine if they like ended up like this is the funniest. Like imagine if they ended up getting married. Oh. And then bad. like everyone's like, oh, how did you meet? It's and like, like, oh, and you like have to fire. tell that story. You said Riverside Park. On like fire. that's yeah. crazy. All right. Should I tell my big? You know, the that essay? big essay oh, story. Oh, this thing is war and peace. Here we go. Personally, I think it's one of the craziest right. college stories. And it also speaks to the whole idea that college is an experiment um, for most people in the sense that you're, like, figuring out what you like, who you like, all that kind of oh, thing. Okay. So, shout out to my roommate from Spain. I will just preface with that. Okay. So, basically, I start talking to this girl. We went to the same college. She was a softball player, and I played on the soccer team. We started talking after a night at the bar. Pretty basic stuff. Slowly, we started to develop feelings for each other. It was the weekend before spring break, and I was already back home, but I came back to Oregon to watch her home games that they had. Everything was going well. I went back to my hometown for spring break, and all of a sudden, she ghosts me for the entire break. Um, I don't hear from her for the entire week of spring break, and I'm not the type of person to excessively text someone if they ghost me. But I'm not going to lie, I was going a bit crazy. I remembered I had her location on my phone, so it was super late at night, probably about 1 to 2 a.m., and I checked and realized she wasn't at her house. I thought she was probably just at a friend's. The next night, I check again. Same location. Next day, same thing. I was checking and checking where she was. Same house every night. Um, I also noticed that she wasn't getting to this house very, until very late at night, and by the time I woke up, oh, she was already no. back at her house. Yes. I immediately thought, well, when is she leaving? On the old Find Your Friends, you can have it notify you when someone changes location and not have the receiving person know. Once I put that notification on, it was telling me that she was leaving that location around 5 a.m., um, there was something sketchy going on. Spring break finishes, and I return back to school. Side note, this B-word decides to text me finally, but you already know she got ghosted. I return and decide to do a little drive by this house. I didn't notice the house or the car that was in the driveway, but my crazy ass decided to write down the license plate number to this car and find out whose car it was. Oh, what, is this? Yeah. what is this? What is this? F-E-I-C-I-A. The weekend comes and the softball team leaves to go to, to Montana for games they were having. I did another drive-by and I realized the car wasn't there, so I immediately knew it had to be someone on the softball team. Wow, this Found is Batman. This is literally mm-hmm. nuts. This is some Batman Found stuff. the car parked at the school. My psycho friends, as if I wasn't a psycho either, started looking in the windows to see if they could find a name or something. Still couldn't find out. The whole time, she was still continuing to go to this house late at night and leave early in the morning. I decided to take even more extreme measures. I was going to wait at the school until they got back from Montana and see who got into that stupid, ugly, beep, black Chevy Malibu. Montana was about a 12-hour drive from Oregon, so I knew they were going to be back late. Oh, and I also still had her location, so I knew exactly when she was going to get there. My friend and I decided to wait in her car. She had very tinted windows in the parking lot next to where the Chevy black Malibu was parked. We waited 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 then the bus finally pulls up my friend and i are peeping out the window and waiting to see who gets into the car all the players start to roll out of the bus and no one's getting into this car my friend says jokingly well the only people that are that are left are the coaches we both laughed but then realized she's effing her coach oh my goodness moments later the head coach of the women's softball team gets into the car that's how what? the story ends. First <laughs> off, that was that First person off, needs to pursue a career in writing because that was excellently that written. Wasn't okay. it? Either that, that, was either really that or the CIA needs to get on the phone because that's crazy. Oh, she yeah. is a real detective. Yeah. Holy that is God. nuts. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. Oh, my God. I can so imagine that, too. That was actually Just being totally like the snarky it. friend that's just like, <laughs> like. Wow. Yeah, like, ah, oh, she probably get him with the coach. Uh, dude, she's she's get with the coach, bro. She's get with the coach. <laughs> 
Oh my god. That is god. not where I saw that going. That's yeah. crazy. Holy cow. Yeah. Honestly, I don't even know what to say after that. <laughs> what do you do? Even, we can't even tell another story. What, do you, what do you do in that situation, bro? <sighs> That's, That's that is, but ridiculous. this is this is relationships now with social media and yeah. locations and Snapchat and getting ghosted. Exactly. No, it's I was gonna crazy. say I didn't want I didn't want to butt into the conversation. The fact that Apple allows you to do that, yeah, is crazy. I actually think they've they've taken back a lot of that stuff. Yeah, and I she think said, even Snap Maps too. Also, I know Snap you Maps. You get notified when they move. That's crazy. In the in the in the story, it says now the receiving person gets notified when you turn their location on. Comma probably my fault, <laughs> but I I didn't read that. <laughs> but part. like that's that's crazy that they're allowed to do that, and that's kind of what like. But I think that you know whole idea that you have locations, you have Snapchat, you have texting culture, you have Tinder, all this stuff. I mean, it's a byproduct of like the tech. Technological, like I also digital, think that yeah, it's the like, driving force behind the difference between when my grandparents were dating and yeah. now because it sparks such a lack of trust. Mm-hmm. All and there's that, so many factors that go into it. All, you guys have the Snapchat hearts. You guys have, yeah. you know, each other all feel, littered all over each other's Instagrams. You know, like you're texting and checking up on each other. Whereas my You're, grandparents yeah. and even our parents didn't really have you phones. You had to call the home phone. You had to call the home phone on the landline. You had to call the landline and now. say, mm-hmm. have the, the mom or dad answer and like, say, hey, hey, Mr. Stevens, can I talk to your daughter, yeah. please? Can I take and, your daughter? And they can go upstairs on the other landline and listen to your whole conversation. Right. That's because they, That's how landlines work. And also my parents, on their first date, they couldn't find each other in the line. They had met through a friend and they couldn't find each other. They were trying to get into this nice restaurant and they had to use a pager. To like page each other, like that's do, 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 do. like that's re- that's the biggest you know? difference. The biggest so, like, difference is just like there's such a yeah major lack of trust because there's so many outlets now. I also think there's just so many vehicles to like stay exactly. so attached. Yeah, you know. And I think that's also why so many relationships for young people are so intense, so young. Mm-hmm. Like from like, like there that's are kids why you in can middle do long school. Distance. I, but that's like a positive, but I feel like a negative. I don't negative. know, because letters. My grandparents did letters while they were in college. Well, I think if you're in a long-distance relationship, I think the instantaneous and the FaceTime actually yeah, could being help. being able to, like, FaceTime mm-hmm. and text, though, I feel But like I also yeah. think... There's a fine line. Yeah, I agree. There's and I think line. that's where you got to draw the line where it's, like, young people, like, middle schoolers are getting into super intense relationships because all they, like, they have eight different ways to text this other person and they could mm-hmm. have, like, three different conversations going on. Exactly. And, so and you'd have no like, way of knowing. Exactly. And also, yeah. like, their friends can get involved. Like, you know, like, a Snapchat could be sent that, like, makes something, per- you know, be perceived in the way that it's not necessarily playing out Dude, in real time. That which... is one of my favorite things to do. Where, where it's like, yeah, bro, she, she sent me this text. I don't really know what it means, though. And it's, like, two letters and we're, like... Hmm. Yeah. What could that mean? It's like, like, it's I like, wonder what it like, it's like bro. When, yes. Yeah. <laughs> when it's a good simplest capitalization, yeah. exclamation point. The amount of Y's comma, in the word. Uh, in the it's word. like in today's age when the letters W Y D question mark or you know like time you of day, up, time that you oh, text. Oh, not time matters. of day is a big deal. Yep. Yeah. The amount those, of Y's when you say that, hey. What are you doing? What when time are you doing? When those three that? letters get you as hype as you know. A guy 20 years ago getting engaged to the love of yeah. his life. Nah. You know something. What you crazy. doing at past 10 o'clock? Yeah. 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 You're up to, to no good. It's crazy. It's actually nuts. It is nuts. And I think that it goes back to the chivalry thing where it's like, chivalry is kind of dead. Like, there's not. Like, that would never happen. I think we can make, I think the one big takeaway that I'm getting is that we can make an argument for Either both way. sides. Yeah. Yeah. I think the There's biggest a lot of thing. positives and negatives. The biggest thing is that our generation's dating culture does not even compare to that of our parents nor our grandparents. And it will not compare to our children right. and our children's there children. There is just so much. And there's also... It's a sign of the times. There's also oh, so yeah. many other song. things that social media, things? like, creates. Like, TikTok trends and, you know, like, doing this post for your significant other and that post to, like, show your love. Which I also think adds a level of, like, extrinsic I think um, I to, to relationships. Because a lot of it now is for show. Yeah. I agree. Which I, I think creates like an over justification, you know, effect. You must know that I am dating yeah. this person. You must know that it's our six month anniversary. I remember. You must yeah. know that it's our year anniversary. I remember when it was our second year anniversary and I posted something and my ex didn't. I was super like, 
annoyed because I was like, damn, like, yeah. you're not finna post some. And so that was like a big argument because we were like, oh, who cares what other people think? I was like, well, yeah, but you did it for the one year and the, mm-hmm. and for other stuff, why didn't you do it for this one? And it's a norm. So, yeah. And like That's for you, she violated the norm. She violated the norm, yeah. Um, which I think, I don't know. I think for me, it's like at that point, who's the relationship really for? That's very important too. Like, I'm not trying to come at you, Kev, because I'm sure I would have reacted the no, same you're way totally if I right. was in that yeah. situation. I totally but agree. I mean, when my grandparents were together, it was a love story between them and it was completely intrinsic for no both of them. No one else is involved. You know, yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't about what other people You didn't care what saw. other people thought. Yeah. 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 Um, and I think that's, that's one of the things that makes our culture now more so toxic than back in the day, per se. Yeah, because people care way too, way too much about what other people are thinking now. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, social media, what it is, is literally like a platform for you to, to create judged. an image of yourself. Just to be judged. Not, like, kind yeah, of. Not you like can judged. judge. You, no, but like if I, post, if I post a photo on Instagram and... What what am I posting it for? I could be posting it because I love the photos and I want people to see it, but I could also be posting the photo to say, what do people think about how I look in this? You also want to have people perceive you in a specific That's way. That's what I was going to say. You, like control you can control your, your narrative. You yeah, control yeah, your yeah. aesthetic. Yeah. It lets you create the life that you want other people to think that you have. Mm-hmm. You can control what people see and right. think Dude, of you. Dude, especially so, in college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you, so, how, do you, there are so many, so I, when I'm here and I'm like thinking about people back home, I like, like check in. I like to just text them and be like, hey, like I was just thinking about you. Like, how are you? Like, how's school going? Is everything going well? Yada, 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 yada. And the amount of people that you see on Instagram that are posting every weekend these like having a great incredible time. photos yeah. that then text me back and are like, yeah, I'm having a horrible time. Uh, this like I don't know, like I'm I'm really like I haven't found my stride yet. Yeah. Um, like I don't really know what's happening here, and I'm like, you look like you're having an absolute blast. Like you look yeah. like you're living your best life you look like you're in a movie but and that's why it's also a self-perpetuating cycle in the sense that other people see that and they're like oh my gosh oh, like I've this, do cool stuff too. this person's like having the time of their life and, and i'm, I'm out here yeah. not and then you start to feel worse about yourself and then to make yourself feel better you create this aesthetic yeah to make others you know see you in a way that you want to be seen it's just and a down- it's just it's, it's a, a cycle yeah it's a downward spiral um, pretty much yeah and, and taking it back to the relationship aspect of it i I've always thought that relationships need to, they don't need to be like put in an, out there on the public. Like I always think it's funny when people post like, like the little, like a picture. It's like you with the person, but you can't see who the person is. Like those are always funny to me because it's like, you want me to know you're with someone, yeah. but you won't yeah. tell me who? Like, come it's on. Like the left yeah. shoulder. I don't have to know. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, that's just me being nosy and, yeah. you know, wanting to see their life on social media. So I think. It really is about how you want to go about it. And I also think this isn't really as specific to us as it is to like celebrities or whatever, but like privacy, like not wanting people to influence and not really caring what people think about your relationship, especially because sometimes if you're with someone who people don't think is good for you or they think is like a weird person and they're like, oh, that person's weird and you don't want to hear that because you're into them, right? You wouldn't want to put that out there. Exactly. So I feel like... It's important to also just... I also think it's like a defense mechanism because you want to maintain the integrity of your relationship. Yeah. And you don't want, you know, how other people perceive you and how other people perceive, you know, your significant other to influence how you feel about each other. Yeah. You Mm know? Mm -hmm. Um, It must be so hard for, like, celebrities to date each other. Like, that's got to be impossible. To, like, keep it, like, private? Yeah. Yeah. That's got to be impossible. Well, because everyone, everyone has an opinion these days. Exactly. You know, everyone has something to say. Um, and that's why I feel like, I mean, at least the way I see it, if you want, if you're in a relationship and you really want to maintain, you know, the integrity of it and not let anyone kind of influence that, you know, that relationship and how you guys feel about each other, like you got to keep it within your inner circle, meaning people that you trust and who know will be mm-hmm. happy for you yeah. because you are happy. Not to people who are going to, you know, project and impose their opinion onto you who might then jeopardize, you know, how you're thinking, which might in turn jeopardize, you know, your relationship. 
Um, That's and, why I always think it's dope whenever celebrities like are dating people that they met before they were famous or married. LeBron. To or like LeBron. Or yeah. I think like yeah. Matt Damon. Or I think it was Matt Damon or Matthew McConaughey. Like met their wife at a bar mm-hmm. and they were the bartender and they just talked to them all night and they're like, wow, this person's cool. Like I always think those are cool because that person must see, see them as more than just like a, a celebrity. They see them as a person. Yeah, yeah, or people that like were like someone is famous. But then, like, they meet someone and they're like, they had no idea who I was. Like, that's amazing. Those are always cool. Yeah, like, yeah. that's got to be dope. Yeah. More of the story. Like, have a face-to-face conversation. No cap. You know, maybe you'll meet someone <laughs> cool who you enjoy talking to and being around instead yeah. of swiping right. I would say, let's go to Yak of the Week, but what are we feeling? We came in here. With I all- have one, but I, I'm, just say- I'm just thinking, like... With all vi- due respect, Williams... Yeah. This was a slow week. That's what I this said. This was a very, very slow week. I did week not on the find week. any good. I went onto the the hot tab. The highest one is a thirty-five. I also went into nationwide, guys. and they were all like upvote, upvote. You know, like, and I'm like, okay, you guys are fishing for upvotes. Like, these aren't valid. I have one, but it's just because I got a shout out on Yik- on Yik Yaks. Oh, all right, run it. Let's run it back. Right, if you have the music, okay. run it back. Cue the music. Yak of the week. All right. Okay. Because um, we have it. And shout out Spence. Spence was the one that sent this to me. I really have not been on Yik Yak as much recently. So if Spence didn't send this to me, I never would have saw it. So a little bit of a backstory. We had previews, which means it was like our accepted students day. A bunch of people came on campus. It was an immense amount of heads. It was ridiculous. Um, But it was a nice day out. It was like 65 and I didn't have work to do. So whenever it's nice out in any regard i text in our group chat mm-hmm. and i say who wants to play some cornhole or some spike ball mm. nick is and a huge cornhole size spike ball I, I, i'm obsessed yeah. with long games they, i have both of them in my common room so whenever it's nice out i'm always like guys let's play some cornhole i bring a speaker and it's just vibes people come by they play so, a game or two they leave yeah. right other people come by they play a game or two they leave it, it like it's i love it because i get to be social and that's where i love to be mm-hmm. so the yak is who are these paid actors playing lawn games in Rescue Quad right now? <laughs> and I just started laughing. My I just started laughing so hard because it did look like we <laughs> were paid, paid actors, actors. <laughs> but we weren't. But <laughs> like I remember we were playing and like a tour came by and shout out Charlie. I was Charlie thought Oh yes. I looked great. at Charlie and I was like, Charlie, I bet you I could twenty one oh you. And Charlie was like, no, you can't. So we played one-on-one. So, like, we both throw, we go down, we both throw, we come back. Yeah. And the tour was walking by, and I just go. Go, I go hard. I go, for the tour that's walking by, I'm going to say this one a little bit louder. It's 19 to 1 right now. Did you beat him? It was 21 to 1. Yeah, oh, it ended. goodness. <laughs> that's actually criminal. Charlie, was, that is embarrassing. It was, <laughs> and I, I know I can say that because he probably won't listen to this. No, he's going to be really mad. But he, if he so hears that, he's going to be slagging me on the uh, podcast. Whenever he gets around to this, he's not going to enjoy that part. It's going to be like a month. He's going to text me and be like, you really said yeah, that? He's gonna, he, what he's going to do, he's going to create a group chat with all of us. Like, guys, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, exactly what it's going to be. not happy about this. All right. But, but uh, yeah, I think that's a good note to end on. I mean, again, I was going to say I was a little bit stressed, yeah. a little bit... Uh, didn't know what to expect, but I think that I think it was fun. But now he's now he's got things off his chest, and we're all closer because of it. We got a little bit. Um, check go. check the Instagram for the for the video of the yeah, full we'll, video. We'll, we'll post that, that soon. We'll get that up. But again, thank you to everyone for for your submissions and your stories. We had a good laugh reading them all. Those were hilarious. Um, yeah. And hopefully, we get more people on that. You know, submitting things. So if you aren't already, follow at the Relatableish Podcast on Instagram. We- and I guess we're we're gonna sign off. So. It is Dabs, Kev, and Nick, and we'll see you next week.